1: Good morning, friends. I'm back. You didn't miss me, but I am back. It's Adam Crowley. 412-928-9370 is the number to call. You know that. You dial me up. I'll put you right on the air. You can hit me on Twitter. Join the cast of dozens there at underscore Adam Crowley. The early morning show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84lumber.com. Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. They didn't treat me too bad. Now, I was incognito. I'm a big baby. All my buds were wearing their Steelers gear. Contest winners, Jimmy and Jenna, sitting next to me. Miller, Light, Flight Deck, they were all up in their Steelers gear. I wore my Odyssey hoodie and a random Delaware hat. Did not want to get beat up. But the fans behind us, the link... Could not have been more wonderful. My man from South Jersey owns himself a company. Was just awesome. He said, I swear to God, before the game, my man A.J. Brown's going to have three touchdowns in the first half. And guess what? We all know how that went. A.J. Brown, three touchdowns in the first half. You'll hear more about my Philly excursion as we go through the program I got to get to something Bill Cowher said as well. But let's open up the phone lines at 412-928-9370. I'm still tired. What you got for me? You're on the early morning show.
2: Hey, this is Tim, the masochist of the Tank Brigade.
1: Hello. How happy are you, you, Tim?
2: Dude, I am... I mean, I'm probably about as happy as most of this city is That Watching A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown's also my fantasy team, so watching him catch in <laughs> double coverage multiple times. and uh, I, I mean, mean Minka, I,
1: Minka, you got to make that first play, Minka. What are we doing there? I tweeted. I said, can they see him? I mean, they saw him when they were on the ground and he was pointing at him, right? Yeah. Hey, Tim, it's, uh... do you think now because they're 2-6 and – and no team has ever made the playoffs starting 2-6. and six. Do you think at this point, because I was still on the whole train of, hey, until you get to a point mathematically where it's too hard, I want to try to win football games. Do you think now at 2-6, and six, with what that means, that they can stare in the mirror and look at themselves realistically or not?
2: I mean – They've been pretending that this is a contending team since the summer. And, I mean, I think that most of us were like, no, this isn't going to go very well. And uh, they continue to say, no, we know things are going to go well for us. We've established a roster in a way that's not beneficial to us, but we're still going to win. And, uh, no, they're going to, until it's mathematically impossible, they're still going to say, no, this is a, a, I mean, did you hear the interviews after the game? It was alarming to read some
1: of the stuff that these players are saying. Yeah, well, how about Najee Harris? We're going to get to him in a minute. Thank you for the call, Tim. Congratulations on all your success through the Steelers' failure. They have to look at this realistically now. It doesn't mean you're not trying to win every game. That's the way Mike Tomlin's going to approach it. But in trying to do that, it doesn't mean you can't also help yourself for the future. I'll explain what I mean in a minute. Hey, you're on the early morning show with Crowley. What's going on?
3: Crowley, Crowley. Stiz, Stiz, what's hey, going down? Man, listen, don't ever, ever miss work again because I called all day. Don't, don't him.
0: rip my boys. Okay. Don't rip it's my man.
3: Good. It's all good, but listen, I had to get this off my. This been it's been riding with me, mm-hmm. okay? So listen, this this goes out to Mike Tomlin, and I'm definitely speaking to him. He's either got to do his job, get rid of Matt Canada, or somebody else is going to do his job. And he could be part of the termination plan. Now, Crowley, we knew going into Philly what, what we was in for. Now, Cower, I mean, not coward, Tomlin, you've held the city hostage with your decision to keep Canada all year long. And enough is enough. Either stop being a part of the problem or start being a part of the solution. Crowley, right. I love
1: you. I'll see you. Brother. I love you, Stiz. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Matt Canada needs to go. He needed to go a long time ago. Jeff Hathorne was on yesterday with the PM team. He said if there's a decision to be made this week on Matt Canada, he expects it to be on Thursday. So, fingers crossed. Lucky Rabbit's foot. Grab your rosary. Thursday's the day. Get rid of Matt Canada. Hello. You're on the early morning show.
3: Hey, Adam. It's Eric. How are you, buddy?
1: I'm good, Eric. How you doing, pal? I'm
3: great. What you uh, got? I mean, like, I know, like, someone just said to you about, like, did you hear their interviews after? But, like, George Pickens George said, I mean, you're running the same place and expecting different results. Talking about insanity, I know a little bit about insanity um, from my from my days, but I mean, <laughs> like, I, like, like everyone's saying, like, I, I don't know that Canada's the problem anymore. Like, I, I mean, obviously the play calling's atrocious, but uh, there's more problems. And, and again, I, I've had the issue with like. If if you're not going to let Mike Tomlin continue to make the decisions he needs to make to make this team better, then we got an even bigger
1: problem. Well, let me tell you something, too. This ain't popular. You guys know how I feel about Matt Canada, obviously. And we can continue to beat that dead horse until my man doesn't have a job anymore. And I don't want to see human beings lose their jobs, but it's also my job to point out when things aren't working. And I'm not the only one. The Steelers need to move on from Matt Canada. But Kenny Pickett? He was not good on Sunday. He made one throw from the right hash to the sideline that was a laser beam that I said, bang, that's an NFL throw. We saw the Pat Friermuth throw against the Miami Dolphins, middle of the field, sees the defenders. His back numbers are there. It's a pinpoint throw. That was a laser beam. It took guts, balls, gusto, and we saw that from Kenny Pickett there. There have been moments. But Kenny Pickett was not good in this game. At times, he held the ball too long. And then when he didn't, they were making him get rid of the ball quickly, if that makes sense. When there were opportunities down the field, he missed them. Some inaccurate throws down the sideline. And then there was a fade ball that he threw in the end zone to George Pickens, I want to say. And there was a man wide open up the seam, middle of the field, easy, long touchdown pass in the middle and he just didn't throw the ball, didn't see him. Kenny Pickett's a rookie. I understand that. There's going to be ups and downs. But to think to this point that there hasn't been more downs than ups, that ain't all on Matt Canada. Kenny Pickett was supposed to be the most NFL-ready quarterback in this draft, and maybe he is by comparison to the other guys, but he ain't NFL-ready. And I'm okay with him learning on the job. No team has ever, ever Gone to the playoffs after starting two and six. This team is not going to buck that trend. You are here to live with Kenny Pickett this year and see where he goes. But he needs to show improvement. And if he's not showing improvement, when this season wraps up and you sit there with like four or five wins, if Kenny Pickett has not shown tremendous improvement from this point till the end of the year, you absolutely have to consider drafting a quarterback next year. No doubt about that. Because right now he's not it. I'm not saying he can't turn it around. Again, there have been flashes, but simply not good enough to this point. He's been worse than Mitch Trubisky, no doubt about it, because Mitch, they weren't putting up points, but Mitch was not turning the football over. And if you don't turn the football over, you do put your defense in more of a position to succeed. They weren't good on Sunday either on that side of the ball, obviously. But when you're putting the Eagles on a short field, and he had that sack fumble, Late in the game, the Steelers were still on the periphery of being in it, right? They were down 15 points. They were actually driving, and then you had that sack fumble. It just can't happen. Bill Cowher doesn't think the Steelers are putting Kenny in a position to succeed, though. He said this on CBS this weekend. See, I'm a little rusty here. I should probably turn on my pot here. Here's Bill Cowher from this weekend.
0: You're transitioning into a new quarterback, okay? And right now, I get worried about his confidence because I've seen this happen to other quarterbacks right now. Take the ball out of his hands. Don't ask him to do as much as you're asking him to do. I know we have these receivers and everything else. It's not about the receivers. It's about a philosophy on offense that says, listen, what's the best part of your team? It's going to be your defensive side, but that gets worn down after a period of time. There's no margin of error there. You have to somehow shorten the game with this quarterback, and it goes back to running the ball. I'd put him back under center. Don't subject him to being back there and getting sacked six times today a good defense I get it but you're right the Saints are no that's a good defense too yes. you can find this weekend and week out so I, I just I, I again the same again you're, you're two and six understand it's a period of transition yeah what's in the best interest to develop this quarterback who's your quarterback of the future yeah. without destroying his confidence mm.
1: I think Kenny Pickett's a confident guy but anybody will lose confidence if you continue to get beat down the way that he has he threw the ball 52 times his first start He threw the ball 44 times against the Miami Dolphins. He threw the ball 38 times against Philadelphia, and he was sacked six times. So he dropped back to throw about 45 times in that game on Sunday. That is not putting him in a position to succeed. And there's a fine line because they can't run the ball, not with Najee Harris. And I think the solution, not to help you win games here, not to turn the season around at this point. Obviously, you're 2-6. and six. The schedule is easier on the back half, but come on. You're not making the playoffs. We know this now. We knew it for a while, but now we really know it. Jalen Warren needs to be the Steelers' primary back. You want to help Kenny it out? You do need a running game? Jalen Warren is averaging 5.3 yards per carry this year. If you look at all the great running backs in football, Nick Chubb. Now, the sample size is bigger, obviously. Nick Chubb's averaging 5.6 yards per carry. Jalen Warren's averaging 5.3. Jalen Warren ain't playing behind that Cleveland Browns offensive line. Saquon Barkley's averaging 4.8. Derrick Henry, 4.5. Josh Jacobs, 5.6. Jalen Warren right up there with some of the best running backs in football in terms of his yards per carry. And you can say, maybe it's the Josh Harrison situation, right? Former bucko. Play him more, play him more. Well, maybe less is more with a guy like that, right? Maybe play him four days a week instead of seven days a week. Jalen Warren, I want to find out. He ain't going to maintain 5.3, I don't think. But let me find out. Because Najee Harris ain't it. Najee Harris throwing his offensive lineman under the bus, right, after the game. Hey, I can't block. Okay, Jalen Warren's got the same offensive line playing in front of him, my man. And he's averaging 5.3 yards per carry. you want to help Kenny pick it out? Because I said Kenny struggled, and we know the offensive coordinator blows. You want to run the ball so that Kenny Pickett ain't throwing it 45 times a game? Jalen Warren needs to be forwarded into this offense more. Absolutely. Let's hear from you. 412-928-9370. I missed yesterday's reaction. I want you to react to Sunday, what you think's going to happen the rest of the season, and what do you think about Jalen Warren being that guy? Forget about your first-round pick. Make Jalen Warren your primary back. I'm there. Or else Kenny Pickett's going to continue to get killed. And you're not having success running the ball with Najee. Try to have success with that guy. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. It's the
0: early morning. Sh-
1: 93 7 The Fan. I want to react to some of Najee Harris's comments from Sunday. We'll do that coming up in a few minutes. Let's go to Bob. He's next up on the early morning show. What's up, Bob?
3: Hey, Kyle. Uh, I'll tell you, you're absolutely right. The biggest mistake is him keeping Najee in there. These other guys, it, hey, Kenny doesn't choose to throw the ball away. They don't choose to drop the ball. They don't cho- choose to get beat in coverage. Tomlin chooses to not play Najee Harris. Great point. He's a miss. He's a miss. And Tomlin doesn't want to admit it. Called you earlier in the year. And he he's a beast, but he's not a good running back.
1: Well, and you and, think about it this way, Bob. It's a really good point. I'm not hanging up on you, so we can keep talking here. But if you don't, move on from Najee Harris, at least in the short term. You're not going to admit your mistake, right, with Najee, but what are you then doing to your first-round pick at the most important position, Kenny Pickett? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's way more important to make sure that you insulate Kenny Pickett than it is to be right about Najee Harris or keep banging him against the wall and try to prove that he's your first-round guy when You've got your first-round quarterback blowing in the breeze right now. That can't happen. How about giving your, chance, your, your team the best chance to win?
3: You know, put your best players on the field. The guy's just not a good running back. Hey, I guess he's a nice guy or whatever. But I don't like,
1: even know about not, that, Bob. You know I mean, really don't.
3: Yeah, you're probably right about that, too. He's a beast, but he's just not a running back. You know, he's just not a running back. He's not, you know, he doesn't have the movement. He doesn't have the vision.
1: He, he caught that ball you know, short was, of the Warren's sticks, better. you know. Thank you for the call. Warren's better.
3: Warren's you
1: the man, Bob. He is better. Warren is better. He caught that ball short of the sticks. You gotta make a man miss and you gotta get upfield and you gotta get that first down. The one thing Najee Harris had been able to do was be good catching the ball in space. And he ain't even that right now. Hey, you're on the early morning show.
3: Hi, my name's Travis. How What's you know? up, Travis? Man, just calling about the Steelers here. Sure, man. Nah, man. Honestly, like, I've been listening to guys a lot. And my point of view, like, I just – I think at this point, by the time the Steelers are going to have everything together, T.J. Watt, Minka, Cam, those guys are going to be ready to go. Well, certainly Cam.
1: (laughs) I mean, certainly Cam. That's the guy I always think about when I watch this team lose the way that it is. Now, he's part of that, obviously. But he ain't as big a part as some of these guys on the offensive side. The defense on the back end simply not good enough either. I mean, that's clear. The guys that they paid and brought in, Akella Witherspoon, is not it. James Pierre no. was much better in the second half. James Pierre than the guy you paid that money to, Akella Witherspoon, who thinks he's a top whatever corner in the league. Like, they're just not Absolutely. good enough back there. But you're right, man. And thank you for the call, Absolutely. Travis. We're, no problem, man.
3: Thank you so much.
1: No, thank you, man. I am uh, – you worry about guys like Cam Hayward. Cam Hayward, a leader. Cam Hayward's busted his ass for this franchise, and they're in such a bad spot right now. And you can turn it over quick in the NFL. There's no doubt. Who's to say they can't be a good team next year? But a lot's got to go right between now and next year to get to that spot. And Cam Hayward, he's long in the tooth. We know this. Like He's not going to be a principal part of it whenever they're good next. He's just not. Yo, what's up? You're on the early morning show.
2: Hey Crowley, it's Rick from Saxonburg. Hi, Rick. Hey, um, I just got real. I just got three real quick points. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Mike Tomlin has really far far stuffed the quarterback situation. I think that Kenny Pickett is good, but he should have been starting from day one. Um, I think. Secondly, Najee Harris, he needs to go. Personally, he hasn't done good enough over the last two years. And I think that they still think that they could be 11-6 and six at huh. the end of the day.
1: They need to look in the mirror, man. Thank you for the call. They need to look in the mirror and understand no team's ever come back from 2-6. and six. And yeah, Mike Tomlin's going to approach every game and try to win every game. But in doing that, you've got to play your best players, too. And Jalen Warren's a better player right now than Najee Harris. Full stop, no, n- n- no qualifiers. He's a better player than Najee Harris right now. Play him for now and for the future and to protect your quarterback, Kenny Pickett. Cowher's right. It ain't 2004, though. Kenny Pickett's not going to throw the ball 20 times a game. You don't have that kind of team. It's not that kind of league. But can you insulate him a little bit more? And then the running game, you can dovetail the play-action passes off of that. And you can put Kenny Pickett in more of a position to succeed. That's where you need to go with this. That's one of the solutions right now to try to help your young quarterback, is run the ball and run the ball with Jalen Warren. Hey, you're on the Early Morning Show.
3: Good
2: morning. My name is Randall.
1: Hi, Randall. Huge
2: lifetime Steelers fan. I have an issue with this. Let's keep playing the lottery, and when we don't win it, let's just pretend that we won it. So, like, the whole Najee Harris pick, it hasn't worked out. We're still going to pretend that we have the winning lottery ticket. Hmm. Pick It's starting to look that way. It's frustrating um, to not be able to admit defeat and go back to the fundamentals and just play football.
1: Man, the Kenny Pickett pick, when it happened, I said I get it because they feel like they know him better than they know the other quarterbacks. And they feel like he can be good because they know as much about Kenny as they do. But you have to work to try to put him in a position to succeed and continuing to try to force Najee Harris as the guy on the offense at times you're not helping your first-round quarterback succeed. Najee Harris has been the biggest disappointment on the team this year, for my money. Matt Canada, we know he's bad, okay? But from a player standpoint, if Najee Harris were even what he was last year, Kenny Pickett would be put in a much better situation to succeed. Now, part of this is playing Najee when he was hurt before and, for whatever reason, throwing him out there in that final preseason game when he was dealing with a Liz Frank. Injury matters. But he ain't injured anymore. And I've been saying... They put the steel plate in his shoe. They didn't put the steel plate in his head. He's missing holes out there. Now, Najee Harris, he says you got to be accountable, but at the same time, he said this after the game, and this really rubbed me the wrong way. You know, I ain't never really
2: had that type of stat. I can't, I can't make a hole. I mean, I can't, I, I can't do everything. I mean, I, I try to control what I can control. I don't know what more I, I can do
1: other than just vocalize it. But uh, at the end of the day, everybody got to do a job. Is Jalen Moore not going behind the same offensive line? It's rough right now. We lack a lot of stuff. We lack a lot of uh, experience. We lack a lot of discipline, accountability. We lack a lot. You can't say we lack accountability and then when you're asked about your yards before contact and all that, and you say, I can't make the hole for me. Like, that right there is lack of accountability. Be better. Forget your offensive line. Jalen Warren doesn't care about the offensive line. He's out there at 5.3 yards per carry. He's just running his ass off. He ain't making excuses. He's just running. He's putting his foot in the ground and going. That's what that guy's doing. I don't need your excuses. And then tell me about accountability. Get out of here, Najee. You've been an utter disappointment. A colossal disappointment. Again, the injuries, they matter. They're not excuses. They're reasons. But you're healthy enough to play. Hit the holes when they're there. And there have been holes there. We've all seen the cut-ups. If Najee Harris were what he was last year, Kenny Pickett would be in a better spot right now. And the Steelers need to think about Kenny Pickett more than they think about Najee Harris. Oh, we got to make this first-round pick running back work. No, you actually need your franchise to work. And your franchise is that guy wearing number eight. You want him to be better? Then forget about 22. Focus on eight. Starting now, bye week, figure it out. You're not winning a bunch of games down the stretch. But you need your quarterback to not suck out loud. You need to know what you have in him. You can't have him throw the ball 45 times a game. It's not conducive to success. Not behind that offensive line. He got sacked six times. You can't have that keep happening. You're going to have a David Carr situation on your hands. Two and six. I'll tell you what. Eagles fans treated me with the utmost respect, and I know why. We'll get to that coming up next. It's the Early Morning Show. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet for a great deal on a new or pre-owned vehicle and great service. You'll find it at Sun Chevrolet. Cloudy today. Highs in the low 60s. So I was in Philadelphia this weekend. You know that. That's why I sound like crap. Maybe a cigarette or two slipped in. Who's to say? Who knows? I drank my face off. Had a million Miller lights on Sunday. I didn't know any of the NFL scores until I woke up on Monday morning. I knew the Steelers laws. That's all I knew. I did not retain any other information. It got wild out there. But I'll say, on one hand, Philly folks, right, these Philly fans, these Eagles fans, go birds, as they say, and they like to flip you the bird. They show out for their team, and it got real loud there on, like, third and fourth downs. It was sort of a laissez-faire kind of crowd because they are caring more about the Phillies, and the Steelers stunk, and they knew it would be a blowout. But they ramped it up at times. When we got in our Uber on our way out of there, me and some of my buds, we were talking about how we were kind of disappointed. Not that we wanted to get punched in the face or anything like that, but we heard about how hard of a town Philadelphia was, right? They treated us. With a ton of respect. I mean, there were so many folks that were nice to me. Oh, yeah, you Steelers fan? Oh, okay. Ah, six rings. Ah, you're going through a tough period. It's crazy. And the reason for that is I don't think they pity us because they ain't like that. But they know we stink, so they figure we ain't going to beat you up. Your franchise sucks so bad right now, we don't need to beat you up. Our team will beat you up. We'll be nice to you because you have to endure this whole thing. It was really something. Hey, you get the bird flipped off. People say, go home. You get a boo here and there. Nobody was over the top. And I did ask the guy behind me. who's was from South Jersey. Big Eagles guy. Big Phillies fan. Super cool dude. I said, if this was a close game and the Steelers were good, and he stopped me, he stopped me short. He said, yeah, it would be a little different for you today. But you guys stink. He said, this quarterback of yours, he ain't it yet. But he did say this, Jalen Hurts, they weren't crazy about him either. They got run in that playoff game last year, and things turned around quickly for them. It could happen. Kenny Pickett's got to figure it out. But in order for Kenny Pickett to figure it out, the Steelers need to start making some better decisions, like Jalen Warren needs to be the guy at running back. I got this tweet from Kerry, and I love this. This is a great point. In the words of Juju, the Steelers need to see their players as nameless gray faces. Remove the nameplates, play the better players, stop reading the nameplate. I'm with you. I'd like to see Mark Robinson out there as well. I'd like to continue to see DeMarvin layout, get some run. And I think those players help you win in the now, but then you also get a look at the future. It can be both things. You cannot necessarily raise the white flag, but say, hey, listen, we're going to play some different guys, see if they help us win, but we're also going to get a look at them. Fan Morning Show pre-show next in The Fan.